1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: I'm ready to talk money.
1: Oh, that is so good to hear. I was just—I I was looking at your face as a big smile came across your face. If—if if, I wish we were on YouTube to be able to show all of you listeners what I just yeah. saw. Uh, Reb is ready to talk money, and there is a smile on her face as big as the room. So, there you go. Go so, figure. Welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show. If, if uh, you haven't heard the show, if you're new to the show, we want to give you a special welcome. If you've been listening um, and you've heard lots of shows before, pull up, grab your coffee, keep your hands on the wheel if you're listening uh, in the car. And you can, of course, hear the shows on morethanenough.ca, chri.ca and not mine.ca and of course if you're listening on a podcast you know where to get it if you can't find us on your podcast just search let's talk money with dave and reb and if it's not there let us know and we'll get on it so there you go a little housekeeping Mm -hmm. out of the way i don't want that smile to go away so i did that really (laughs) fast
0: so we have uh, our special guest ray borg from financial discipleship canada and um, all the other jobs he does in his life, <laughs> I just like, I don't even know what his title is anymore. Oh, yeah. He's just a friend, so mm, not just. Yes. Um, but I actually have to publicly thank notmine.ca because I went on your website uh, looking for something uh, just a little while ago, and I found my book Is yes, there a resource. Yeah, I was like, <gasps> and then I I meant to email you, and I never did. Oh, and I that was you're just... You're welcome. Yeah, thank so you. if you want another place to find my book i was just very it's you
1: wrote a book rib i don't (laughs) know i just
0: it was just a very humbling thing to see the support of what you guys do supporting us so Mm -hmm. that was pretty cool so Mm -hmm. there's my public so if you've never if you want to go see where the resources are because ray and and jan his colleague wrote a little book called it's not about the money Mm -hmm. and it's all about Oh well, it's not all about mammon. That's not what the title no. is. Yeah.
2: Unmasking <laughs> I'm I'm mammon. Mad,
0: thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, I
0: get that one confused between the Archbishop of Canterbury's oh, book yes. about yep. mammon. That's he right. also wrote yeah. one. Anyway, that's a we could have a whole book show. Yes. Um,
1: hey, there's a good idea. The, the book show, show. for, oh, for the
0: resources that are on Ray's yeah. website. Anyway, it's not Ray's. Anyway, okay, today talking about money. Nice little
1: segue, actually. You know, we (laughs) can have like a book club (laughs) where you have discussions on money books, right? You know, that and then then have
2: a big drive uh,
1: uh, uh, uptake on that one, I'm sure. I
0: have (laughs) had had an idea years ago that we would have once a month a book discussion on Mm. Let's Talk Money, but I can't read them fast enough to actually do that.
1: So, you read other books besides like money books, right? So, I mean, if we pull the money books together that we have read, I'm sure we could do that. We could we have that, a discussion.
0: Anyway, okay. So, we're talking about money and I, I want to ask... Uh, I'm going to step back. If you're listening for the first time or that millionth time, I would like you to ask yourself a question. When you have money money conversations in your life, if you have money conversations in your life, would you say they're A, helpful, to productive? C, just frustrating? Uh, D, um, all of the above? I don't know if we could do all of the above. (laughs) Maybe that could could be. The question really is, when you have money discussions with people, especially now, in light of what we all know where I'm going to say in the next step Mm -hmm. is inflation and interest rates, Mm -hmm. are your conversations with folks really helpful for you? Or does it keep you in this pot of discontent? Um, i And I want to talk about this because mm-hmm. it struck me a few weeks ago I said to dave i don 't think we 've ever had a conversation on our podcast about talking about money in ways that aren 't helpful
1: right yeah and 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 that seems to be again some of the conversations um, we come into uh you 're going, so you leave the conversation it ends. And you're going. So was that productive? Did I that? Th- did even, that actually? I don't
0: even think we asked that question. You just walk away feeling yucky, right. or fearful, or well, I don't know, Ray. I don't know what your conversation or, or frustrated, like. right? So, like, wow, so we're yeah, gonna yeah. put, yeah, we're gonna put Ray on the spot before we talk about scripture verses in a second. Um, so would you, if you had to answer, helpful, productive, frustrating, or I didn't even have any more.
2: Adjectives. You know, I, I would say a degree of frustration, mm. um, perhaps a wee bit of fear and panic. Yeah. Um, if I'm really honest, um, and it's caused me to s- take a step back and do some further thinking right now, mm-hmm. and but I haven't landed. I re- I recognize, you know, even as you share the topic, I haven't addressed the fear in my heart yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, this is good. I right? recognize it's there, but I haven't. That sat down with the Lord and said, "Father." Where is that coming from? Yeah, or,
1: or your spouse, or oh, yes, or, or right. the people around you, right? Like, I think what you you say is really key because I think it's like this conversation is half done. We we've kind of started it in the context of the people that were around, yeah, but we actually haven't finished it. Like, we haven't it hasn't landed mm-hmm. using your words, and I uh, it's so good because I was like thinking, so yeah, I, I feel like I'm in the middle of these these hopeless frustrated fearful conversations and then they just don't end like you just you, you don't get to the end of it no, no. and it's just hanging there um
0: well i i think it it popped out at me because i've often said well people don't talk about money then i'm like well now lots of people are talking about money in context of i don't have enough i have a fr- uh, a friend uh, some friends that um I hang out with because they homeschool and I still homeschool Serena and they've just become quite gems to me of, of young women. Well, I mean, they're not that young, but you know, I think they're young because they're younger than me, but, um, we were just talking about how we were navigating our finances right now in light of increasing gas. Um, you know, so we were talking about how we had to take it from other places in our in our spending plans and it was actually quite a beautiful conversation it was just part of a conversation amongst other things but i'm like wow these got these ladies are really attentive to their finances it was actually quite lovely. But I thought, and what a privilege, actually, that we have some other places to take the flow from. So, you know, Dave and I've had to figure out, you know, our gas bill has doubled, right, like everybody else's has. So how are we going to navigate that? Are we, you know, and Dave has always said the. the answer for everybody is I'll just cut back on groceries.
2: <laughs> 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 of course that's not an option anymore. No. Right? <laughs> and, you know what last month I actually looked at our credit card because all our groceries go on there and I, I, I shared with my wife and our son I said do you know how much we spent on the groceries last month? We've never in our lifetime have ever spent that amount.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. anyway so, so it's so not coming out of the this is a, no. a so-
1: news flash it's not coming out of the grocery budget. Right? So,
0: I mean, there's a lot of places we could go with this conversation, but mm. I do want to just talk about. I'm actually going to read some verses from Philippians, and then um, and First Corinthians, mm. and then I know Ray has some thoughts. I'm sure because um, he's always got good thoughts. You know, I realize I was telling her just that as we were praying for the show this morning, all these complaining verses have jumped out at me over the years because I think I have a tendency, like you know, some. Some of us to be a complainer. And and God really speaks to complaining in scripture. And in Philippians, he he really he really wants us to be light bearers. He mm-hmm. wants us to shine the light of Christ. I mean, there's a great verse somewhere in t- First Timothy, I think, that God dwells in unapproachable light. Like I shared that with my daughter, and she's like, What does that actually mean? I'm like, I don't really know, but it just seems like like you, you certainly
1: get the picture of uh, you know zooming into the sun and yeah you, know, you can't being you really right light, you can't right. get
0: close to his light but then he says so he's so filled with he's so much light God is light and life and love and then that's in us mm. so that's the kind of light that we want to share in the world but when we complain um, I think it just dampens the light if not puts it out completely do all things without complaining and disputing it says in Philippians two verse fourteen, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, or labor in vain. And then in First Corinthians, there's a great passage. I know. I was gonna,
1: just going to say, you're going to pause just okay. for a minute before you get to First Corinthians. I mean, uh, going back to that, I mean, we love. I love uh, Paul's uh, whenever in, in all of his writings, his his just direct, his directness. Like, uh, you know, you look at that and you go, okay, he's really just nailing us to the wall. Like <laughs> no. it really is, without but,
0: complaining but, or disputing. Like,
1: but it, it, yeah. in the end, then then he goes and he says. Be- because the light of Christ, like, the goal is to shine the light of God out of you, right? Yeah. Like, that that's the goal. So, it's, again, it's not just because Paul is direct in saying, hey, don't do this. He's saying, y- don't do this because if you can't shine the light of Christ out if, if you're complaining, right? Like
0: The the two can't. I mean, and then you, see, I think of all these verses, and you go to James, you know, your the tongue is like… <laughs> Can start a fire of you know bad things, or it can bless. <laughs> right? I'm paraphrasing a really bad <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> Start a really bad forest fire. It does say that. Yeah, but First go. Corinthians ten also says there's there's the first thirteen verses are this um, rem- memory lane. Like we have the story of Israel. It says um, in verse six. These things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. There's all these examples It says then in in verse 11 that says, um, all these things happened to them as examples, and they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Now, I have a New King James Version. I'm sure it's said differently elsewhere. But in the midst of those 13 verses, which are written for our admonition, we are reminded not to complain. Um as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. So, I, like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard those verses before, but there's some serious verses about complaining. And and I know that our discussion isn't about us complaining about the gas prices necessarily, but it's a it's really about how are we having conversations and our, our, our conversations like we do in Canada talk about the weather and then we complain. It's either too hot, too much snow or, you know, and I know it's kind of like this light hearted thing we do in Canada to talk about the weather. But if we dig deeper, which was what we're asking you to do today, your conversations, are they just, you know, as Ray said, creating fear and panic within you and within your community, within your family? Or, you know, da- you know I think of Serena listening to David and I talk sometimes and she's like, is everything okay? You know, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, we just have to figure out how we're going to pay for this thing. And it's fine. And we're just, we're going to do it and we do it with the Lord and we're not worried, Serena, you don't have to worry about it. But is, you know, that's, those conversations can create fear within our families. So how are we talking about money and how do we talk about money in a way that would be helpful? Mm
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So,
1: Ray, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Ray? Go ahead, Ray. You can just speak why, to all of that. Bring that's why we you on right, the show, isn't right. it? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> oh. That's really interesting. I mean, as I think about it, even hearing you talk about Serena, you know, we have an adult son at home too. And, you know, I think we've had more conversations around the meal table about the realities of where we're finding in ourselves. And um, I would say over the last uh, number of weeks, I've just kind of been looking back and thinking, you know, what was it? Seven years ago, we lived in the no spend zone, yeah. um, and that f- term has come back to me again. I, you know, I think we as a family are talking about we need to revisit that season and look and say where can we pare back because complaining, you know, as I heard you just sharing those verses. Um, It made me realize, you know, if we start to complain, we can end up parking there unwittingly and actually allow stuff to settle into our heart and spirit that just continues to fester. So if we continue to feed it like the tongue in the fire bit, if we continue to feed it, then it starts to take a root and become a, 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 a lens through which we see life. And I think that's what the Lord was just warning us in his scripture and, and um, um, saying with Paul, um, we need to guard what it is that we meditate upon. Um, so in that place, then having some conversations, okay, so this is our reality. We're not denying that. We're not living in fantasy land. The this is our reality, but then how do we position ourselves and say, Father, how do you want to look at that? You know, I there was a scripture that came to mind from Psalm one oh six, which they they were complaining to, and, and the Lord was looking at them uh, as they were going into the to the desert. Um, mm-hmm. He said, they soon forgot his works, but they did not wait for his counsel, Mm -hmm. but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness. They wanted to just do their own thing, handle the way they wanted to, and test God in the desert. And he gave them to the request and sent leanness into their soul. Mm -hmm. That unsettledness, you know, because Psalm 106. Thirteen through fifteen, and it just made me realize, you know, if we don't allow the Lord to kind of settle some stuff, and it's speaking to me too as I'm reading this and sharing this, if we don't allow Him to settle those things in our heart, then the other stuff can kind of keep it can consume us. And right now, I know, you know, how many of us are driving down the road, and our reference point right away is going by the gas station, seeing what the price of gas is today. I don't know if you're experiencing that, but it's like it, it. It releases a response into me. Sure. Like today yeah. was like, oh, it's below two dollars yes. right now. Oh, isn't that amazing? You know, I think <laughs> yeah, fifteen cent. <laughs> funny, hey, but those little mental things that mm-hmm. we do in that process. So, Lord, what is it you're saying?
1: Yeah, and, and I think you know this is certainly you know when we talk about money there this is where it's 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 really tactile like you know when mm-hmm. i when i do the addition i i get a plus or minus you know at at the end of the day i add up all the expenses and i go do i have enough income to support all of those expenses so in that way when we're talking about our money conversations it doesn't lead us to a productive well, I guess we're going to have to change something, Mm -hmm. as you said, Ray. You know, this is a season where we might have to have a no-spend zone or the plans that we had, you know, we we might have to change or we might have to drive differently or, you know, like – and some of those, I think, that moving the conversation from complaining to – So, what are some of the ideas and and allowing the Lord to speak into that creativity? Um, Again, using the Israelites as the example, there were lots of, you know, the Lord, when the Lord was invited into that, then there was manna, there was quail, there Mm -hmm. was water. Like, the, the Lord actually responded in a sense to their complaining sometimes, you know, but, but he, you know, there was this creative solution that happened when, you know, I know a lot of the complaining I do is because I don't have a solution. I'm just like, uh, I'm just going to complain about the badness because I don't really have an answer. And so, you know, coming to the Lord and saying, okay, Lord, Let's stop with the complaining and and start asking just this is the reality. So, how can we, you know, how can we move the needle one way? Give us a creative idea, Um, give us an opportunity, um, you know, that.
2: And you know what? I was thinking about that. Um, The Lord, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, Father, (laughs) our property tax um came due and i realized looking back through my bank account that i had restructured something so that we had automatic debit each month so that money was set aside and somehow i didn't pay attention because rather than increasing it like they were supposed to just not only the money but keeping the frequency they had shifted the frequency and increased it but not enough it was supposed to be double the amount i was like lord We didn't have that money. I did not plan that money aside. It's my fault. I didn't do my due diligence on it. But, Father, I don't know. What are we going to do with this? Mm -hmm. And you know what? A buddy (laughs) knew nothing about this. We were chatting, came into this city, and he gave me a gift. Mm -hmm. And that almost paid for the taxes. And I was like, Father, that's just your heart to look after your children.
0: Well, I have um, this… I have, I'm thinking of the quote that I read in a newsletter, um, actually, that um, your wife loves John Fenn. Oh, yes. um, What is the, I always miss the organization he's with. It's the Church Church Without Without Walls. Walls. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he, he talks about provision. And this is, he says, um, the work The work that Jesus is doing in us goes on unaffected. In fact, He is the master at using circumstances to grow us in him. That is his main focus. Whatever happens in life, his provision will always be the one that leads us into faith, character development, and relationships in him. The Lord's provision may not be what we'd always like, Mm -hmm. and we've said that for a long Mm -hmm. time. For some, it may be multiple generations living under the same roof to save money, It may not be seen as the highest and best solution, as some of us all know, living (laughs) with family, but it will be the Lord's provision for many. People will need to start gardens to supplement their groceries, yet that may be the Lord's provision. Discipline of lifestyle and delaying or cutting back on extras may be required, yet what we have to do in common sense is the Lord's provision. We keep a positive attitude, worship, and look for His provision. I, I don't think you could say it any better
2: mm-hmm. that yes. that
0: was just I actually sent it to my kids uh, that quote because I just I just it just resonated with me. It's looking for his provision and it's, you know, maybe doing what we used to do in leaner times. The thing is, there may maybe people who are listening who have always already been in lean times mm-hmm. and how, you know, this is the part of being in community in good community. Um I like, I I wish we had cut and dry answers for everybody. <laughs> I walking with people isn't easy. Living mm-hmm. with people is not easy. Um, sharing what we have is not easy. And yet, it's it's you know, last week on the Canada Day show, we talked about pausing, mm-hmm. and I think we have to pause. And wait, and really start asking questions, and hear the answer instead of rushing in. Serena and I are learning the verse. I'm probably going to memor- mention it every show this summer, but um, it is not good to have zeal without knowledge, nor it, um, nor to be hasty and miss the way. Mm. I think that applies to us. Like we can have zeal over gas prices without really understanding who God is in our lives. And we misspeak. We say things without knowledge of Him. And it's not just knowing about Him. It's the deep bone knowing of Him present in our lives, where His presence is abiding, and we're abiding in Him, and we just – our just life flows out of that connection, and it's possible, and I guess that's our encouragement to everybody today. This – it's not impossible. Mm -hmm. God, this is why Christ came.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the things to remember as well is is that so many times uh, throughout Scripture, um you know first of all there there's this foundational truth that that you know god is good he does care for you know he does want to He is compassionate to us. He knows that we are dust. Like, you know, all of those are foundational, you know, and and then he, you know, he is a good father and he does want to provide and and he has given us stuff. I mean, I remember um, being out in the bush during, you know, one of those times where I'm like, oh man, like, Lord, there's just not enough. There's just not enough Mm -hmm. and going for the walk with the Lord and the Lord going, Mm -hmm. um, Dave, I've given you everything that you need right here on this like on this land right you know, speaking specifically and uh, I right within I'm gonna say days, maybe it was weeks, we found a an abandoned honey hive, which was about six feet in yeah. in like it was six feet big and and you know, and I'm like, okay, so I didn't know I needed honey, but it was a, a direct. Like that was on our land. It was inside a tree. I was, I happened to pick that tree to cut down because it was a dead tree. And when I used the chainsaw, mm-hmm. the chainsaw started to smoke because I was cutting through this, this honey hive. <laughs> and so we pressed that honey and we had delicious, like that was a, a total like god blessing Mm -hmm. um you know i'm sure i could have complained a little bit more that there were other things that i would have rather had than honey and and all (laughs) of that but the reality (laughs) was was god said i've given you everything you need in this land and i think you know that's a that's that's a truth that Mm -hmm. we can all live in you know jesus the feeding of the five thousand, my favorite story he says what do you have Oh, we got two loaves and fishes. Okay, let's bring that to the Father and be mm-hmm. thankful for that. Let's let's offer that what we have to the Father and see how he multiplies it and see what he does. He has given us all that we need, whether that's in community, whether that's a Ray, a friend who mm-hmm. brings you know, yep. access Position. that yeah. they had access. So they thought, Well, I you know, I'm gonna give that to Ray. That's that's the that's the Lord giving you what you need right there with what you have. And mm-hmm. so I think in this, you know, we get complaining uh, and we can take our, our our cues from the Israelite nation as they move through. And not just the Israelites, but we see Paul writing it. We see it through the New Testament. How serious complaining really does undermine really the hand of the Lord at work in our own lives. Uh, and and so just just, I guess, in being encouraged to go, Hey, we have uh we have this God who cares so much for us and he he he's got things going on that we have no clue on, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: I just want to leave a question with you um Ray in the last 2 minutes. Um what is one thing if people aren't finding themselves in conversations where they're finding themselves wrapped into this all the inflation, all the cost, how do we Maneuver to make it a more profitable conversation. Just what's one tip we could
2: use? I think, you know, the first thing is self acknowledgement that you actually are going there and you're dialoguing. I mean, we don't even relate it to money. We just are so complaining and then realize, okay, that's it. And so I think, you know, A, there can be a defensiveness. Because I haven't taken responsibility and done my due diligence ahead of time prepared. I think the other thought is just holding ourselves, pulling ourselves short and saying, no, I'm making a decision. I'm not going to go there in my conversations any longer. But I'm going to go back to the Lord and say, Lord, what do I need to take ownership for? Mm -hmm. Not Mm -hmm. stay in victim mentality. Mm -hmm. I I will do something about it rather than feeling the loss of control. Because I think that's the other thing that people react to
0: yes Mm -hmm. and then i one thing i think of as well when we're caught into that and and doing that simultaneously if we can is actually then reflecting well, how's God been faithful to you? Mm -hmm. Like, I know this is hard for you, friend, but like, why don't we focus on what God's been faithful to you this week? Is there something that you can think of that God's, you know, and sometimes people are in such misery, it's a hard place to tug. Mm -hmm. Um, But then um, there's a gentleman I know who's really struggling, and I just say, you know what, you have a roof over your head tonight. You have um, some food in your belly. You have a place to call home right now. And... um, can you give thanks for that? And it it does make a difference when mm-hmm. you bring that kind of perspective in. But it's not easy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It is, nope, but it that's is but that's what God calls us to to be grateful. Yeah. And no, mm-hmm. you can pray today. Okay. He's telling me I'm going to pray. I think Dave should pray. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, or let's pray. Yes, yeah.
1: Well, let's pray, <laughs> for Lord. Dave. We do. Uh, you know, I just want to thank you uh, again, as we've been just talking about watching our words and and watching where our 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 minds, what is in our minds and our hearts coming out our mouth and realizing that uh, there's a lot of complaining, there's a lot of things to complain about and and Lord, uh, we want to just, this after, this today whatever day it is, we want to just take the time to say Lord, uh, we want to bring all of that to you and thank you that you have supplied all of our needs according to how you're at work in our life today and so what a great and, and wonderful Father and God you are and we just thank you for all the good things that you bring into our lives that uh, teach us. And so we thank you that for all of that in Christ's name.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for praying.
1: My pleasure. Always.
0: What do we say at the end?
1: Oh, You you don't know.
0: Join us next week when we talk money.
1: Very good, (laughs) Rev. Join us next week when Rev and I talk money, too.
2: Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.